Welcome back to another episode of your favorite Ravens YouTube channel and podcast, Talking Ravens All Day Every Day, with your host Justin P and my co-host, the lovely Miss Shan Fitch. Uh, this is episode 45, <clears throat> excuse me, for the YouTube channel and for the audio version. It's episode season one, episode I want to say 30, 37, 38. Oh, hold on, let me go make sure. Double check. It's right here on Spotify. Hold on. 39. So, season one, episode 39 for the audio version. All the links are below in the description. Uh, you know, uh, Pan, uh, Pandora, Podbean, Podplot, Podtail, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get to music and um, podcast stuff, just type in Talking Ravens all day, every day, you know, let's all the available platforms, you know, yeah, like, subscribe, y'all know the drill. Uh, today, um, it's my co-host day to conduct the show, she got some fire topics as always, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to getting to these. So without further ado, I'll square, let Miss Shannon take this, start the show off. Floor is your co-host. Uh, what's the first topic on the menu today for everybody? All right. So over the past couple of days, we all heard about Jalen Hurts getting his new deal signed. Um, and we knew that one of the three was coming between him, Burrow, or Herbert. He, he was just the first one to come. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think that his contract, like we all saw the numbers that they put out there as to what he's getting. Do you think that with his contract, the Ravens have more leverage in negotiations with, with Lamar? Or does Lamar have more leverage in negotiations? Uh oh, this is a very good question. Um I got kind of like a two-part answer to this. Mm-hmm. I think it's both even, honestly. Uh yeah, the Ravens can say Jalen Hurts went to the Super Bowl fair. But also Lamar, his camp could say, uh, you know why he went to the Super Bowl? <clears throat> he went out and got they went out. <clears throat> excuse me. Excuse me. How he went out and got him AJ Brown. He went out and drafted Devontae Smith. They went out and, um, you know, got one of the best defensive lines in football. You know, that's why they led the league in sacks. You know, they went and got us, put the second net together, the offensive line. They drafted some guys up front. You know, they had a stable running game. So it, it can go both ways. But so I said, the leverage is about 50 50 because <clears throat> I think if you swap quarterbacks, the Eagles are still in the Super Bowl, so it's like I think he's so. The Ravens would probably, I think, still would make the playoffs because Jalen's good enough. But you know, I think they probably win instead of losing. Not saying it was Jalen's fault that they lost, but that fumble, I think Lamar would have made something out of nothing with that. So it's just little small variables like that that come into play. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're gonna, you know, that's not like I say because that's the case, you know. A lot of quarterbacks wouldn't get paid if they were if they were only going off about Super Bowl wins or Super Bowl appearances, but it's not really no leverage. It's just it, it can be more like a moment, like hey Lamar, we want us to get to the Super Bowl. You know, you want to get there like how he just got there. Uh, you know, let's work seven out. Let's get you close. Let's get you the same contract, but we can add more. Like we can add probably extra twenty mil on it. So now we got the money to get you DeAndre Hopkins and Odell Beckham, or even the Odell Beckham signed. But you know, uh, to get you, uh, you know, un- more pieces on defense, uh, another running back, or whatever the case may be. Now we can get fulfill everything. Granted, the uh, front office should have done this two years ago, as far as the contract, in my opinion. 
after the 2020 season, they should have went ahead and extended him then, which though it would have been a far lot cheaper, and then everything would have been, you know, everything would have been this offseason would have been a normal offseason instead instead of being uh, the young and the restless type thing. So, it, 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 you know, like I said, false leverage. Uh, no, I don't think they have no leverage. No, nor do I think Lamar. Lamar may have a little bit of leverage for us because. Future, if we trade them, how we get our picks and whatever, draft a quarterback. That's not, there's no guarantee the quarterback we're replacing with is going to live up to even half of what he's done. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so it's like he kind of, kind of ball is somewhat still in his in his court for that aspect. But like I said, as far as the Ravens front office, yeah, they can they can only use that for so long. Like, oh, he went to the Super Bowl, so it's different variables. And then, then also the Eagles had a little bit of luck, you know, playing Daniel Jones the first round. Well, not the first round, that first playoff matchup, and then having to see Josh Johnson is like if everything the cards felt, it couldn't have felt no sweeter. Feel me? It couldn't have felt no sweeter. Like, like Josh Johnson, like I like him, like he's not going to beat you. Those Vikings, they wasn't really that good. Yeah, they won thirteen games, but we all know these seen all every every one of those games they could have probably lost. So it was like we knew they wasn't as good as their record said they were. So the Giants beating them wasn't no huge shot. So the Eagles kind of got some favorable matchups to fall in the way. Whereas in the AFC, you got to see Joe Burrow. You got to see Josh Allen. You got to see uh, Justin Herbert. Trevor Lawrence is now emerged as a top quarterback. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, of course. Uh it's just so many more top tier teams in the AFC you gotta get through versus the NFC. But that, that's 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 just my whole take on it. Hopefully I gave you a, a good enough answer. <laughs> no, that's fine. So the only thing I can say about the Eagles, like what you just said about them, is that you can only play who's on your schedule. Like who however it line up, you can only play them. So right. I I would hate if that was the Ravens and, and you were saying that about them, like you, you didn't play anybody and like, right. you can only play who's there. So that's that with that. But as far as the Lamar thing and the Ravens and leverage, it's kind of hard for me to really say one way or another. And the reason is because I don't know what Lamar wants. Now, we've seen that he tweeted, um, you know, the three years, 133 guarantee. We've seen um, what the experts or insiders have said was offered, um, but we don't know for sure what it was. Right. If I, if I had <clears throat> to pick, if I had to pick who has more leverage, I would think I would say it's the Ravens. And the reason I would say that is because <clears throat> even though it's been said, like we have all these different reports. So it has been said that her Stephen A and whoever told Stephen A, Lamar's not asking for a guaranteed contract, right? Right. But it's also been said that Lamar doesn't want a guaranteed contract. He just wants his guaranteed money to match Deshaun's or be more than Deshaun's. Now, since Deshaun got paid, we've had what now three big quarterbacks get you know these big deals out like we're not, not even talking about like um daniel jones getting paid or anything like that i'm talking about um russ calabari um, and now Jalen, right so you can throw those, um and you can throw aaron Rodgers into it if you want to you know if you want to you know count that as well yeah I yeah remember, I they, remember they read i got his last offseason when they read up gave him uh okay. four years so Rodgers, uh, i don't even know what his 200 million was, something like something like that Okay, Adam Rogers. Because I didn't even so so what was his? So everybody say his was guaranteed. My my point was I didn't even know, but I thought Aaron Rodgers had been got his deal. But my point was since Deshaun signed his contract, 
no one else has gotten close to his guaranteed money. Right. So the Ravens, as we everybody keeps saying, Deshaun is an outlier. Deshaun is an outlier. So right. it's more or less proven that point to Lamar that that, that doesn't happen often. And if right. it's true, if we go by the reports of what's been said and we saw how they lined up with what Jalen is getting and what they say the Ravens offered Lamar, that deal wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't bad. No, I mean, it wasn't. And, and, it, and it's still in comparison. It's in the realm of what quarterbacks get. So I would love to say it's Lamar because at the end of the day, I would like everybody to get their money, right? But yeah. I feel like Lamar might be putting himself in a position where he might be losing out on money. Um, like you mentioned, they should have been signed this contract, right? When they could have been, you know, able to do that, which would have been after the 2020 season. The problem with that is, and we've seen it drag out two years, it takes two people to want to get something done. Yeah. So we know that the Ravens have been trying to get a deal done. They just can't agree. And now we're at this point and they still can't agree. And I feel bad for Lamar because I didn't think about this. People people were saying this before and I was like, what? Like I, I never really gave it much thought until someone had like tweeted a breakdown of it. And they were saying that, um, Josh Allen is making so much more money than Lamar is at this point in their careers, both of them being drafted at the same time and when they could have been eligible to get money. Right. And it didn't dawn on me how that could be, because I'm like, regardless of when Lamar get his money, he's going to get his money. But then I realized that with most of these contracts, particularly quarterback contracts, they normally come back to the table and try to get an extension after year three. And yeah. Josh Allen is coming up on that point, I believe, like next year. So I was like, you know what? They're right. Because by the time Lamar does sign a deal, whether it's he or somewhere else, you're going to be just getting your big deal when so-and-so was now on his third contract. Mm -hmm. Josh Allen. I'm talking about Josh Allen. Gotcha. So that's what makes me feel like Lamar is losing his leverage because everybody around him is getting their bag and they're figuring it out, figuring out a way to make it work. You don't think Jalen and his agent going to be back at the table in three years? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, So Lamar... I just hope that, that 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 we'll get into that later. But he posted this past week about Odell and the last slide, and I made a post and I said I don't know what he was saying in that in that part. I don't want him to not fold so much that he hurts himself, not not physically, but just in the realm of negotiating his contract. Regardless if he's in Baltimore or some, somewhere else, he's going to have a new offense. I would think that he would like to be there to learn whatever offense is going to be. But we have new players in Baltimore. You go somewhere else, you're going to have new players. I don't want Lamar to have any excuses, meaning for people to say, well, he wasn't around or he wasn't doing this or he wasn't doing that. I just want him to get the business done. And that deal Jalen got, that's a fair deal. I think the Ravens would, would be quick, ready, quick. You want to sign that? You want to do something like that? A couple more to, to make you the highest paid right now? We can make that happen. But if you're hell-bent on it being X amount, like whatever his, he's stuck on something, whatever it is, I just, I don't know how that gives him leverage because everybody around him is getting their bag. And right. he's still just sitting here like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to fold. I want what I want. And at this point, like, sadly, like life goes on. You know, the Ravens still going to have an offseason to go through. They're going to have a season they got to play through whether you're there or not. The rest right. of these teams, same thing. They, the draft is going to go on. They're going to move on. Like, People aren't going to be stuck on wanting to pay you when you got a proper new guys coming in this year. It's going to be new guys coming in next year. Like, I just, I just want him to make.
the right decision. I understand about his family and, and all of that, but don't hustle backwards. Don't hurt yourself too much. And to me right now, like I said, it's hard to say for sure because we don't know what Lamar wants. Right. But to me right now, the Ravens probably, they do have the most leverage to me. Uh, And, and the way they do, because like you said, other quarterbacks are not asking what he's asking for. Like I said, and we don't know what that is. Like, you know, like you said, the whole, like, you know, he never said a fully guaranteed contract. But, you know, mm-hmm. I think if the Ravens were to say, look, man, all right, they give you four years, uh, well, five, we could say five years, five years, we give you 300 million, and we fully guarantee uh, 250 of it. If, you know, I mean, if that don't do it, then I don't know what, because that's because Deshaun, Deshaun got 245. So, that's a if lot you don't. Yeah, it is. It is. It it is. It's it's, it's only eight more million than what Deshaun Watson getting. So, and then the rest he can just make up in the center. So, you know, and, you know, I'm not saying that you know that's what he want, but I'm just I'm just throwing stuff out there. So hopefully, like I said, if, this he, is was, if he was offered something like that, he probably would take it. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. This is what I was afraid of when I said I, I, I've been told you had to like once we began our off season shows. I didn't want this to drag out the draft is next week. And what I say, and now every columnist, reporter, ain't sports anchor, podcast are going, oh, the Ravens going to go quarterback? Like, we, they left, uh, them and Lamar both left the door open for that, for those type of conversation. Now, with Anthony Richardson coming in and visiting, now I was like, oh, are the Ravens, you know, have uh, they going to cash in on their insurance policy? Like, you hear little stuff like that, and we shouldn't be hearing that right now. We should be put, we worrying about we should be talking more like more as you know we should be talking more about the receivers and DBs mm-hmm. and O line D line like but every other day was about this contract so it got they both let it play out too long but like I said as far as leverage the Ravens do have some in some capacity but mm-hmm. like I said it's hot like you trade Lamar uh, you get the picks but like I said the quarterback you take don't hit is like it's going you going it's going it's it's going to look a little wild but you know. Yeah, like so. So it's, we hopefully this thing get resolved, man. Yeah. So with the next topic, I kind of just hinted at it with the last thing I said. Um, after Lamar, I mean, I'm sorry. After Odell had agreed to join the Ravens, we saw Lamar post like pictures of them on Facetime, um, and then we saw them hanging out in Miami. Yeah. And we also heard Eric DaCosta say, I believe it was last week, that um, since signing Odell, he still has not spoken to Lamar. Is that a concern for you? Well, yes, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't because that's the the GM and the quarterback. That's they the two. They're the two that's going to be getting the deal done. Yeah, Bashad is just going to be the one just signing the check. Like here you go. But the cost of the ones going to be sitting there, you know, pen giving him pen to paper, reading over the centers, reading over whatever. You know, you know, by you know whatever guidelines in the contract to him and his team. So they definitely need to talk. Like I said, cause the draft is next week. Now you're just leaving fans and just worry like damn are we gonna have to you know don't we gonna have another quarterback in hand next uh come next um thursday night like they're gonna put a blockbuster trade right before the draft started like like people was definitely like you leaving that that realm of reality to come true like damn we might our mvp quarterback might be going elsewhere like so mm-hmm. they definitely need to get on the phone and talk and just go ahead and get this out the way like i said somebody gotta bend a little bit like I said, of course, everybody gonna want to vilify Lamar. Some people gonna want to vilify, vilify the Ravens front office. It's just they both gotta find some common ground. Like I said, Shannon Sharp says a good deal. 
when both parties feel like they've been they, they could have they've been had those both ways almost but you froze up a little bit yeah i know i know but um it concerns me it concerns me a lot um i did like that he said i believe he said that he spoke with lamar um since the trade request became public but he hasn't spoke to lamar since signing odell and that concerns me because i i don't know like like you just said they need to bend somebody needs to bend and i can't say that it needs to be lamar and i can't say it needs to be the ravens they gotta be both they gotta be both of us you know what i mean like we don't even know right like we don't know what what's being asked and what's what are they saying no to you know like that we've been saying that this whole time like what is it that you want because it doesn't make sense that the deal hasn't been done particularly just going back to the first topic you see Jalen get a deal done that's a good deal so why can't you guys come to an agreement to, to to get something done um something you had said before about the weapons they put around Jalen and I understand that that Greg Roman stayed too long I understand what the Ravens should have done um, with weapons around Lamar. I understand about the strength coach. But all of that is taken care of now, right? To me, we have a new offensive coordinator. The strength coach is gone. We have, we, they, the Ravens went outside of themselves. Even after doing something that they would typically do with the Aguilar signing, they went outside of themselves to bring in Odell. If that's not to make anybody happy but Lamar, like, I don't know who else besides making us happy. That's Lamar. So mm-hmm. they and they still expect the people that they drafted and that's already been on the team to continue to, you know, excel and reach their potential. So the Ravens are looking at it like, you know, okay, we can't get a deal done because this is this is the this is the financial, it's a finance issue. So let's work on the other side of it. Let's let's focus on putting a team around you that would make that will make you happy. We have a new offensive coordinator. We now get we're giving you this this number one wide receiver that everybody says that you need. Um, you know, what else? What what do I, what else do we have to do to to make to move the needle to make you want to talk? Because not only is he not calling the Ravens, they gonna call it's like they're not calling each other. When that Odell deal got signed, somebody should have reached out. For sure. And 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 if they didn't talk initially when it was announced after that press conference or before that press conference, a conversation should have been had. You know what I mean? So it's very concerning that they haven't talked since signing Odell because we got Odell for you, Lamar. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't like anything about it. I don't like anything about it. And and it's a big concern because it just lets me know that this could drag out longer than any of us wanted to. And that doesn't help anybody because like I said earlier, they need to build chemistry. I, I don't care about the voluntary workouts. They don't have to be there right now if they don't want to. But right. when it's time for you to come in and y'all, you know, doing a little... You need to be, I would like my quarterback to be there. And 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 if it's another team that you go to, I'm 100% sure they're going to like their quarterback to be there too. You know, so one way or another, the needle needs to be moved. You know, go get an offer from another team and, and let the Ravens match it or not, or go back to the table and talk to Art DaCosta. Art DaCosta is still saying all the right things. They want Lamar. John Harbaugh saying the same thing. We aren't working this offseason without thinking about Lamar as our quarterback. You know, like Odell said in his press conference, he wanted to be what he was wanted, right? The Ravens want you, Lamar. 
you know, the grass is not always greener and we know that. So it's like, I'm not telling him to settle. I'm, I just wish that they could come to some sort of agreement at this point, because it can't be that bad that you guys can't come to an agreement. So the fact that they haven't talked in, you know, since the announcement, it's just concerning and it's a little disappointing at the same time. Yeah, very true. Like I said, um, somebody needs to reach out, man, and just go ahead and just, like I said, man, just just get as close as you possibly can to the number, to said number, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. If it's 245, get as close as you can, man, and just, and just make the incentives just more more like, just, just bulk up the incentives <clears throat> to try to make up, you know, make up for whatever, you know, that y'all can't get to. So, like, if he throws for, uh, you know, 4,000 yards, rush for 890 yards, he get that he get that extra right there, and you know, make the mm-hmm. Pro Bowl and God, like let's say, let him win another league MVP. That'll definitely bulk up you, you know, bulk up your incentives, mm-hmm. and then, you know. So, like I said, they definitely just need to like it's like just 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 compromise. Lamar definitely got compromised. I said the other day, like Lamar got to realize like if you pay him fully and guarantee, it's not it's gonna be hard to put talent around him. Dude, like that's not true because. All these other teams did. I said, yeah, but their quarterback's not on a fully guaranteed deal. But, you know, mm-hmm. he's oh, such and such did this and that and that. And, and they they paid A.J. $100 million and still was able to pay Jalen Hurts all this money. True, but Jalen Hurts' contract is not fully guaranteed. Like, so you, it goes back to that point. So Lamar definitely got to be like, man. And then um, all the executives on NFL Network said when they talked to Lamar, they asked him, like, what's important to him? Mm-hmm. Um, Winning a Super Bowl, going to the Hall of Fame, you know, making a whole bunch of money. He said winning a Super Bowl without even stuttering. Like, you know, that's why he said what he said when he got drafted. So, you know, if you <clears throat> excuse me, so if you know he can just go ahead and sign a contract, you know, that's good for him and the Ravens and allow us to keep building the team. Mm-hmm. That that improves the chance of him winning fulfilling that promise that he said it made uh five years ago in draft night of winning a Super Bowl. Not one, multiple Super Bowls. So you know, he I'm so uh, yeah, yeah. So, like I said, uh, we're definitely a better team with him than without him. Yeah, so since we've been in this offseason, we've had all of the rumors, reports, and sources said, right? So, mm-hmm. the, the latest rumor that has come out is that Lamar requested for the Ravens to get Odell or D Hop. Now, do you actually I believe not to cut you off, but the one I saw, he went in both of them. Both, both. I'm sorry, both. He wanted Odell <laughs> and and D Hop. So, do you yeah. actually believe that he said that? And if so, do you like Lamar having input? I believe he said it because, like I said, nothing against Bateman, nothing against Prochet, nothing against Tyler Wallace. We basically we put we put our money on those guys last year because we didn't draft a receiver. We we said, you know what? We got 11 picks. We ain't gonna take not one receiver. Last time we did that was 2000 and. 17. We ain't to draft a receiver at all that year in any round. That's the last time we did that. They like, all right, we're gonna give you guys a shot. We're gonna pro Shea Wallace a shot, Bateman a shot, uh Duvenet, you know, shot. So, you know, we just gonna fill in all the other positions. We're gonna let you guys rock out. And it backfired on us, family. So it's like it backfired. It backfired. Mm-hmm. Bateman and Duvenet were, were were having solid season, but then got hurt. Pro you know, like I said, uh some of it is lack of opportunity and all that, but he when when he did get on the field, you gotta perform. You can't go out yeah. there and throw an interception and triple coverage. And like you can't run out of bounds when you're running the wheel route. You gotta know you it's stuff like that that's gonna limit your opportunities on the field. 
Like when you're on the field, you gotta make every snap count. You gotta make it count. You gotta make it count because yeah, because if you don't, there's no guarantee you're gonna get back up there. This is the NFL. Tyler Wise really got a fair shake because he really didn't get the same amount of opportunities that James Boucher got. So, but say that I say this to say that my mom like man, love my guys, but you know he's like look at all my um, counterparts that's like top in the league. Mm-hmm. All got weapons like Kirk Cousins, got Justin Jefferson. Granted, he was drafted cool. You know, um, Diggs over there with um, Josh Allen. Gabriel Davis, uh, you know, Mahomes, you know, Kelsey, I mean, him, Cole Harmon, and then he had Tyree Hill before he left, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you know, Rodgers for a long time, Devontae Adams and other guys, you know. So he looking like, I want you know, I want guys that's going to strike fair and opposing defenses. Like, you know, so that way I the pressure comes off me and Mark Andrews. So that's why he said that. And so, you know, that's why the Ravens went and got Odell first. And now, you know, they're trying to hopefully work something out with, um, DeAndre Hopkins. The best case scenario for that, me, is they got to trade back. Trade back. Trade back from, like, if you can go from 22 to 29 to end the first down, you know, 29 to 331, you'll pick up at least two or three picks, maybe four. And then one of those picks you can trade to get DeAndre Hopkins. So then then, then you can work the contract. Or D-Hop already went on record and said, I'm sure you, I'm sure you saw his tweet. He said, Nuke don't want to raise, man. You know what I mean? Nuke just want to play football. So mm-hmm. he was talking to third person. So he's basically saying for all those people, like, oh, what if he going – is his salary and all that? The Cardinals will eat majority of the contract. So, and like I said, you restructure and make it team team friendly. He just trying to win a championship. So that round the, – the, it's real possible that we can get both. So, yeah, like I said, I think he I think he did. And as far as him having input – uh, yes. Why? I mean, all the quarterbacks have input. So why should it? Why should he? Why shouldn't he not have input? Being him being a former league MVP. So yeah, I think it's good. Like he's not out here signing and drafting players. He's just telling the, the GM and the head coach and the owner what he what he wants to be successful. That's all. I don't see no issue with that. So I don't know if I believe. I, it's not that I don't believe it. I guess I wonder. Well, when did you say this? Because right. again. He made it public weeks after he requested his trade that he made that he requested a trade. Like he requested a trade, he said March the second, but he didn't make the tweet until a couple of weeks after that. So I just wonder, well, if you did request that, when did you request that? Because if you were requesting for the Ravens to, to go get those guys, and in good faith they were acting in ways to do that, like to make that happen for you, then why would you post that tweet? Why put it out there for the public that you want to, that you're requesting a trade when? The Ravens are trying to handle business, you know, to get people that you want. Um, so that was that was my thing. Like, if he if it is true, it's more or less just like, well, why did you do the tweeting and all of that? Because if you're talking, I'm telling them what you would like to do. That means you want to be here, right? It's just a matter of working out the finances. So why make it more than what it needs to be? That was that's my only thing. If this is true, um, I don't know if it's true or not. But if it is, to the next to my next question, yes, I do like him having input um, because he's the quarterback. Um, just like they've asked him before, you know, what are some things that he wants? And he mentioned offensive line protection and things like that. Um, John Harbaugh asked him, you want to go for it? If he feel confident, yeah, we're going to go for it. Like, so, yes, he's your franchise quarterback. So if he if he is going to be our franchise quarterback, yes, absolutely. I love that he has input. He should continue to have input. It's just a little confusing to me when I see you do other things publicly because it's like, well, when did you make that request? 
and and they're acting in good faith they're trying to negotiate with you okay we can't we can't get past this point so what are some other things you want that we can try to make happen for you they then they got the odell we we hear we keep paying rumors that they're trying to get other guys you know other top guys as well so to me the ravens are doing their due diligence doing their due diligence and doing their part to please lamar so it's just more or less like we're we're doing all of this stuff again getting outside of themselves for you now, at what point are you going to come back to the table and let's get this done? Um, so, again, overall, if it's true, I love it. I love that he's giving input. I'm just like, stop all the antics. That's all. If you want to be here and this is where you want to be, cut the crap and let's just get something done because the Ravens are doing their job and we would like you to come in and do yours too. So, yeah, overall, it's okay. Yeah, I'm going to just say this one last thing and you can move on to your next topic. I think the trade request thing was just more so of a frustration mm-hmm. at that moment. It was just not, nah, it was just one, it was just one, it was just a moment. You know what I mean? That he was probably frustrated because, you know, he probably wanted the whole $45 million tag. I mean, you can't blame nobody for wanting extra money. And they, and they probably had to explain to him why they couldn't give it to him, you know, salary cap reasons. So, you know, he probably got a little pissed off. So that was just my whole opinion on the trade request thing. That's it. All right. So with the last topic, and we kind of you kind of just went into this when we mentioned the other guys in the last topic. But um, how do you think Bateman felt if he saw those reports of Lamar requesting Odell and D Hop, and like you said, wanting both of them because he was very upset about Eric DaCosta's comments last month when Eric answered a question pertaining to our wide receiver. So how do you think Bateman took seeing those reports, if true? That he got to step up his, he got to step his game up, and most importantly, stay on the football field for all 16, 17 games. It's like, what the hell can he really say? You played two seasons, and you played a total of 10 games, probably less. Like, what can you really say? Yeah, the little outburst with Eric DeCosta, that's just him getting in his feelings. That's all. Who really cares? Like, I like Bateman, but like I say, if he want to feel some type of way and request a trade, we just traded a receiver that was way more productive than you. So if you want to go to, you can. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't shed no tears over leaving Rashad Bateman. Honestly, with you, I like him, but yeah. So, but just you know, yeah, he got us. He got to bring. He got to bring his hard head. Now, I'm glad they did it because now when you try to give guys, give guys stuff like like last year, we basically gave him and Tyler Wallace and all of them the job. We said basically, hey, you good? You just got to show up. You ain't got to do shit. Just show up and sign the clock in. And bullshit around you still get paid. That's what we did in the backfire on us. When we oh, played good teams, they couldn't nobody consistently get open. So yeah, now it's like the cops ain't not for us to win a Super Bowl. We gotta basically mimic the Bengals and and and, and have a three or four hitting monster where we could attack teams from different angles. Uh-huh. So if he has a little little bitch fit about it, so what? You'll be yeah. all right. You're not gonna be complaining when the playoffs, making a playoff run where you play for a championship. So he'll be okay. Yeah, um, he was the first person I actually thought about when I saw the report of what Lamar, again, we allegedly, we don't know if this is true or not, but what was said was that Lamar requested um, Odell and D-Hop. And I thought about Bateman initially, like it's like my question, I'm saying, if he got so upset and in his feelings about what Eric DaCosta said, well, how do you feel when when your quarterback won or ate, as he referred to him in his rant that he posted on Twitter, well, he's saying, shoot, get me both of them. Not one, but I want both of them. I mean, does that not mean to you? Does that not make you, Bateman, feel like, well, shoot, maybe I'm not enough for him because he's no, out. No, 
No, I'm not saying that's true. I'm telling I'm 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 speaking. No, I get with I get you. I get you're going at with how it's being perceived to him. No, I'm gonna just say this and let you know Lamar and him are tight. Lamar just basically want to cross all his T's and dot his eyes. He him him and Rashad are good. He has nothing. When Bateman got dragged, he stood up, he clapped, he, he, he they they good. Bateman no, they got a good relationship. Lamar just saying, what's better? Like why have one? Why have one cookie when you can have three cookies? You know what I mean? That type of thing. But I get that, and I, and and you you said what I was gonna say because I'm I'm speaking from Bateman's perspective, right? Like he, right. if if he got that emotional, like nothing Eric Dacosta said was a lie, nothing. Like we right. all said everything that, that we all have said what Eric Dacosta said. We're asking him about wide receivers every year for a reason. So I didn't understand why Bateman got in his feelings and went on that rant like that. But like you said, he was in his feelings. So if he can get in his feelings about a, a GM answering questions. I'm saying, and in, in his own home, not that he would tweet about it, but why wouldn't he think like, well, dang, maybe I'm not enough. That's not me saying he's not enough or that we don't need others to make the whole situation better. I'm just saying, if he got so emotional about Eric DaCosta, how the heck he going to feel that, 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 um, cause like, I remember a time when, um, Lamar was saying, our guys are good. He was speaking highly of the wide receivers when he was asked about wide receivers. So I'm, so when you think about everything in his whole, it's like, well, how did Bateman take it? Not that I care if he's upset or think that he has any reason to be upset. I'm just looking at it like, well, shoot. Like I said, I was like, well, dang, he got mad about what Eric DaCosta said and what Eric DaCosta said wasn't a lie. Like it was, it was, he was speaking the truth. Maybe you didn't want to hear it, but it, it's true, right? Just like it's true that we need more help offensively and, and getting more help benefits all of you. So yeah. I'm glad that you say that him and Lamar are cool because that means that he shouldn't feel no type of way. But I was just saying that I thought in my mind, like, well, shoot, if he felt the way about Eric DaCosta, is he going to feel a way about Lamar? Supposedly, Lamar saying, get both of them, not one, but I want both of them. You know, but like you said, we need that because it just opens things up offensively. And hopefully, Bateman can look at it and just be a, be a look at it like it's competition. They're not coming to take your job, you know, for, for, for to be frank. You should be our number one wide receiver. You should be. You know what I mean? So if you come in, Bateman, you work hard. This, oh, I think you've been working out and doing this thing. So if you come in and you you do what we expect you to do, nothing's going to change for you. You're going to probably eat more because they're going to get more um, attention than you will, you know, which will benefit you. So hopefully he looked at it like, shoot, this, this is a good thing for us, you know. But again, I thought about that initially, like, shoot, if he was made up of Eric DaCosta, and he might have felt the way about Lamar if this was true. But like I said, now, it benefits us all. Yeah, only that I would say about that. It's just a it's just a slight this us as, us as people, we got that certain things come out depending on who mouths it is, we might react different. Um Costa drafted him, so it's probably a little different, you know what I mean, as far as the feeling because he picked him. So he mm. might be like, you know, so the so the so the vibe or the verbiage might have came off wrong to him, feel me? Because he drafted mm-hmm. him. Whereas though he looking at it when Lamar say he looking at Lamar, he looking at Lamar probably saying, all right, yeah, Lamar, you know, him and Lamar hang out and all that. So he knows what Lamar, he knows where he stands with Lamar, basically. Cause they're you know, they're together more than he's I'm sure baby and and the cost are not hanging out nowhere like that. They may may not, I'm just saying, like you know, players hang out a lot. They're not hanging out. I'm just saying, yeah, and Lamar yeah. And, and, and Rashad and hung out all off season, worked out through. So they know they they know what type of town they on. He looking at it from L like L trying to get me some more help with though if something go wrong, 
we still got some guys to stay afloat and to draw coverage away from it. So he's looking at it from two different perspectives, from, from two different people. Yeah, that's fair. So that's just that's just how I don't know if it, like I said, he could be pissed with him. We we would like I said, we don't know. But I'm just. I don't think know, he should be. I don't think he should. I don't think he should be opinion. at all. No, he yeah. shouldn't. But that's, that's just my opinion. Like I said, we don't really know. Mm-hmm. But oh man, uh, great great show, Shannon. Great topics. This was a lot of fun. So um, so you when are you going out of town? Um, I leave next Thursday. All right, so we'll um, let's say we'll record uh, we'll do Tuesday and we'll do Wednesday. You want to do Wednesday to make up for Thursday? Yeah, I'm a I'm gonna hit you on Sunday because something might come up, but I'll hit you. I'll talk to you. Okay, if not, then like I said, that'll just be it then because I'm not doing a um, show Thursday. I'm going to, I'm gonna try to go to the Ravens draft show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so if not, so you may. So just be prepared. We may only have one show next week, depending on you know whatever Shannon hit me with. But uh, you know, I did the final week. You know, the pre-draft shows will definitely get y'all with that, man. We have an amazing Thursday. It's Friday Eve. Enjoy the NBA playoffs. Enjoy the baseball mm-hmm. games. Enjoy all that stuff. And always make sure y'all trade talking Ravens all day, every day. From your host Justin P. and my lovely co-host the MVP, Miss Shannon Fitz. Mm-hmm. On Twitter and IG, Facebook, the whole nine. Love you guys. I'm gonna see y'all Tuesday, and we out. Bye, Justin. Bye, Sean.